0: Hi everyone, I'm JJ Hornblast, and welcome to the newly christened, the buzz from Bank Automation News, uh, formerly known as Bank Innovation at Bank Automation News. We are committed to helping the banking industry adopt automation technologies and strategies. This is our weekly wrap for what's happening in the industry this week. Uh, Before I begin, I want to thank uh, Bank Automation News advertisers Snowflake and Fiserv for their support, and I am so pleased to be joined by Bianca Chan and Lorraine Lawson from the new Bank Automation News. We'll talk about that in just a moment. It is Friday, January 22nd, 2021, of course, on Wednesday, Joe Joe Biden was inaugurated as the 46th. President of the United States. President Biden immediately began tackling some of the biggest problems of the day, notably the COVID-19 pandemic. About 900,000 workers filed for unemployment benefits last week as the labor market continued to struggle to recover this winter. That's according to data that was released just today. The number of jobless Claims last week was down slightly from the week ending January 9 when applications jumped more than 100,000 to 926,000. Also, the United States reported 4,200 deaths on Wednesday from the coronavirus. This was the second highest daily number in the United States to date since the pandemic started. Stocks lifted U.S. stock indexes to records on Wednesday with the NASDAQ rising 2%. And this was led by Netflix, which enjoyed a 17% jump in its stock price after news broke that it ended last year with more than 200 million subscribers. That's a million. But perhaps most importantly, or at least to us, Bank Innovation rebranded to Bank Automation News this week. And that's gonna be the subject of our podcast today. Why we chose to abandon the Bank Innovation brand that we had established in 2009 for Bank Automation News. I think the first place to start when we talk about this is just the context. What is happening in banking innovation um, in, let's call it the last 12 to 24 months? Um, I I mean, let's focus on the fact that in banking innovation, um, it has, the banking innovation has spread to every facet. Of the financial institution uh there is arguably not a financial institution today that does not have a banking innovation strategy budget at least a even a, for a small institution a team member dedicated to it it has begun, become pervasive you, would you say that was would you agree with that bianca
1: i would it's become so pervasive to the point where it's almost um it's like a it's like a blunt term now it's almost too broad what constitutes innovation seems like every single technological advancement is like innovation right so uh, so
0: yeah so i i think you know when we started it was obviously the complete opposite the term itself was uh uh you know not even uh, it, it, I, I remember when we started, people thought it was a complete oxymoron. that We would put the word bank and innovation together. Somebody called me to tell me that and I thought, well, that's a good sign for us. Um, but now it's completely ubiquitous. I, I mean, the, but the part that's not ubiquitous is the automation. Let, let's talk a little bit about like, what's the underpinning here? Like what's happening in
1: technology
0: that is pointing to a banking automation revolution?
1: Well, certainly the the surge in digital banking, just usage across web and mobile that we've seen in the past year over the pandemic, just due to social distancing, branch closures and whatnot. I also think um, the rise of self-service tools, self-service banking tools is also contributing to this, uh, I guess, increase in investment of automation technology. Certainly, anything that has to do with scale or handling large volumes of, of um, I guess any sort of requests or transactions coming in, automation obviously plays a huge, a huge factor in that as well.
0: Cost has come down for these kinds of technologies, and the notion of being able to, re- you know, eliminate repetitive transactions at scale uh, is. I, I, you know in our view, too appealing to ignore even if you're a small institution. And now while while a small institution today might not adopt that technology, uh, yet I, I, you know I, I think our view is is that they will. I, I mean Lorraine, you were you did some reporting this week on the PPP and you saw and that's also been a driver of like more immediate uh, automation. Is that, what? like, what did you find? Certainly, Uh, one of the things that I thought was interesting is that uh, PPP actually did drive adoption of robot process automation. Um, And um, a lot of companies chose to stand up their PPP solutions with that. So actually, and for a lot of banks, that was the first time they had used that technology, according to Gartner. Um, Also, you were talking about why Pivot. I mean, to me, innovation in banks right now is automation, and that's backed up by research that shows that banks lead the way when it comes to industries in terms of what they're automating. Uh, Gartner research shows, shows that financial services led the pack when it came to automation, and a recent report from Automation Anywhere showed that they led the way on RPA adoption across industries. Why do you think that is, Bianca?
1: Well, I think the maybe just the pure nature of banking, a, a, a lot of the processes, like we've said, transactions are, are right for automation. You maybe don't need that employee to take, you know, Excel uh, cell A1 and put it into another system at B2, let's say. Um, mm-hmm. Another interesting thing that I saw, Lorraine, in, in your reporting of that Automation Anywhere uh, report was that uh, the measurable return was two and a half times the overall cost of the RPA investment, which is very interesting because in our recent reporting, we've heard from a lot of community and smaller financial institutions that cost is a huge um, uh, barrier to entry in terms of getting involved in automation technology or or RPA specifically. Um, So it's kind of interesting that, that data point that Automation Anywhere kind of brought up in that, you know, eventually it is actually more cost efficient, let's say, um, to leverage a source of technology.
0: I think you've also got like a, con- you have a, you know, a confluence of factors that are coming into play. I mean, you know, clearly the pandemic, as both of you have indicated, have, has really forced uh, innovation. This is not just in banking. I mean, we've seen this in other sectors. Forced um, um, forced enter enterprises to kind of go where they're uncomfortable mm-hmm. um, in various, whether it's work from home, whether it's um, uh, from a sales standpoint, um, whether it's um, uh, just product set or even timelines, forced because of uh, poor financial results that they needed to push things forward to try to make, you know, make up for revenue shortfalls. So that, that factor, is, is, you know, kind of the, this underpinning, but the other factor that's come in um, is that, um, you know, this data, um, this data um, drive in financial services that started, I don't know, five years ago, let's say real intensive effort to clean up data so- stores, improve data accessibility and even just, you know, pursue data collection at a greater scale has kind of matured to the point where you can marry this impetus um, with the data that's become available and really produce meaningful automation initiatives. Um, You know, there's this like data expression, you know, garbage in, garbage out, right? You know, that data that if you have garbage data, you're gonna have a, a, a garbage result from it. But um, the, the quality of data has improved in financial services markedly over the, over the last many years. It's not perfect, certainly not perfect at every, uh, every institution, but the fact that data quality has improved has, met, has allowed them to sort of more gravitate towards uh, automation uh, initiatives.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the other kind of piece that we're seeing uh, recent trends in in terms of data are kind of grabbing um, like proactive insights for customers, whether that be, you know, consumer or, or business customers. Um, so the data piece is obviously huge in that, but also automating the, the delivery of, of those insights and um, setting up an action or an action that can be easily taken um, is kind of the other side of the coin that we've seen um, where a lot of banks are making uh, headway.
0: Yeah, I think, I think the other reason why, you know, we're going kind of all in on, on banking automation as well is because it will have profound effects on um, inter-organizational dynamics. The communication between institutions where you don't necessarily have the ability to mandate a certain practice or process elsewhere, but if you pursue an, an you know a technology automation solution, um, that 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 means there's a, a more seamless, a better result um, in an inter uh, company dynamic when companies are working with each other. So um, there are many um, there are many We even get into the whole back end. Uh, infrastructure side of things, self curing of technology and so on. Um, But we're very excited about the new pivot. I know Lorraine and Bianca are very excited to be reporting it. And um, we're so happy to um, bring this uh, to all of you and and look forward to your comments and look forward to our coverage of this uh, really dynamic and exciting um, uh, sector within technology as it evolves. We're really looking forward to it, um, evolving with your help and, and input. Um, in the near term, uh, we've got some, uh, news coverage, uh, scheduled for next week. Uh, Bianca, do you want to share that with everyone?
1: Sure, yeah. We'll be looking at that, um, the budget dynamic among smaller financial institutions and how they're justifying, let's say, the the investment of automation technology. Um, We'll also be speaking with um, a Santander executive about um, some payments automations they have uh, ramping up there. So can look forward to that.
0: Good. Um, And um, again, uh, thank you all so much for joining us on the new buzz uh we hope you like it and please let us know what you think of it you can email us at info at and and still always visit us at uh on twitter and linkedin and uh of course be sure to visit the new bankautomationnews.com we'll see you there and we'll see you next time on the buzz